Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I am joined by Junior from the St. Thomas women's hockey team, Breja Parent. Uh, Breja, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going? It's going really good. How about you? I'm doing well. Obviously, the weather's starting to get nicer as we're approaching summer, so I'm really enjoying just the nice weather, uh, just because I felt like April was uh, sort of a tough month weather-wise to get through. Yeah, seriously, it was. Now, how has your off-season been like so far, and uh, do you have any plans this summer, whether it's hockey-related or not? Um, It's been pretty good. School's been busy. This week is actually finals week, so just finishing up the semester now. And then I'll move back home, which isn't far from here. And then um, I'll work. I waitress at a restaurant near my house. And then just like training, skating, going on the lake. Nice. Uh, what's it like being a waitress? I feel like that's a very tough job. But someone told me you always have to work. Everyone once in a life has to work a customer service job. No, I honestly love it. It's so much fun. It's like it's always going. And I'm very like um I like to be on my toes and mm-hmm. moving all the time. So it works out well. And then That's I can just good. talk to people and yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Now, what is something you want to work on regarding your game for next season, this off season? Um, I think my like main goal personally is just to like work on my overall health and fitness and like just focus on the little things that maybe I haven't touched on before. And obviously just like keeping everything else in my game, like, continuing to improve that every little thing little by little but mostly just like I've really been focusing on nutrition and sleep and hydration and honestly just like overall health so yeah uh, obviously if you keep improving that then just make your mood and just uh better overall not just on the ice but off the ice as well right right I need to improve my sleep schedule that's uh not good right now that's probably <laughs> the toughest thing for me to improve I, I stay up way too late yeah, me too. It's it's a work in progress, but we're yeah. getting there. Well, I sort of want to start off this podcast by talking about the beginning of your hockey career and sort of working all the way up to where you are today. So from the research that I did on yourself, it says that you're from Forest Lake, Minnesota. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Um, I started playing hockey when I think it was like three. As soon as I could walk, like my dad had me on skates. So it was like hockey right from the start. Um. But growing up in Forest Lake, my dad, he's like my best friend. He always has been. He coached my team all the way to second year of U12s, I think. So that was so much fun. Um, And we had like, we had a really good group for my age. We had, I think like basically the same group every year besides like the few that were like overlapped because it's like two years per like level, if you know what I'm saying. So But it like for the most part, like the it was the same core group of girls, which was so fun. And then even into high school, I played high school hockey for five years. And that was just like it was so much fun. I love it. I miss it sometimes. I'm like, sometimes I wish I could just go play one more high school game. But yeah. Yeah. It was it's like a decently small town. So like, you know, everybody in the hockey community obviously is small overall, not small, but like everyone knows everybody. And then in Forest Lake, like, everybody knows everybody. So that was fun. I loved being a part of it. Did you have, like, a favorite player growing up? Uh, who did you like watching growing up? And uh, I'm assuming it's probably someone in the wild if I had to take a wild guess, but it could be someone else from another team. Actually, it's not. It's Natalie Darwitz. Oh, cool. So she was, like, she's been my skating coach since I was six, maybe. 
And so I always looked up to her. I thought she was literally the coolest person to ever walk the earth. (laughs) When she was coaching at Hamlin, she was still my skating coach. And then once she moved division one, it was like against the rules. So she's not anymore, but it's fun to like see her when we play the Gophers. It's like almost a full circle type of thing. That's what I was going to ask you. What's it like playing against her now as a coach? (laughs) Yeah, it's so cool. I think the first time I was like, texting my dad and my mom beforehand and I was like this is so crazy like she was my idol growing up and now I'm playing against her team so yeah did she ever show you any of her Olympic medals that she won before or does she like keep them locked up um I I don't really remember I when I was younger I -hmm. think I think so Uh, I, I don't know I don't remember but she would have like camps when I was little and I would go to all of those. So, yeah. Well, before college hockey, uh, you played for your high school at Forest Lake. Uh, So just talk about your experience there and what you took away from it. Yeah. um, Like I said, I um, played five years there. Um, Eighth grade, that was scary. I was just like a little eighth grader playing high school hockey. So that was a big jump going from U12s to high school. But I think, I don't know, it was – it was a good experience overall. I had a lot of challenges that prepared me for like college hockey and the future, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. It was so much fun. Good experience overall. I wouldn't change anything. What's like the best memory from your high school hockey days when you look back on it now? Um, Probably. So in eighth grade and ninth grade, we went to the state tournament and in eighth grade, I actually scored the goal in the section final in double overtime to send us to state. So that was probably my favorite memory. Nice. What's going, what's going through your head when you score that goal, uh, especially as an eighth grader? I think I was, I still remember like the exact play, like the exact moment. Um, we were at Fogarty arena and it was packed. Like there, it was standing room only like insane. And we actually had been down to nothing with like two minutes left I think and we came back to tie it and then in overtime but I remember like Ellen Nelson like had the assist I'm pretty sure and I just like I can still see like the puck going in like the lower blocker side like I just watched it in slow motion and then I was like oh oh my god like I just scored type of thing it was so surreal and then it was a dog pile and I was on the bottom and was like, <laughs> yeah, especially as an eighth grader, like that's probably the, I don't know how you breathe in that. <laughs> no, right. I was just like a little thing like, oh my God, what's happening? Is my life real right now? Yeah. Well, how did your high school hockey experience sort of help prepare you for college um, hockey with St. Thomas and Duluth? Yeah, I think just like having five years of experience, I grew so much in those five years. I faced a lot of obstacles. I broke my back when I was in ninth grade, like went through so many things like ups and downs. Like my sophomore year, I didn't have a very good year. And then my senior year, I had like my best year. And it was just like so many of those experiences, I think just prepared me for what was to come. And I don't know that I would have, like I could have really done anything more. I think I was kind of naive. I didn't really know what to expect going into college, but I think it prepared me like the best it could, honestly. 
And how do you sort of handle that adversity? Breaking it back, that sounds pretty awful, if I'm going to be honest, like, and painful too. How do you sort of handle that? Yeah, well, it was just like a pars fracture. So it was, it's almost like a stress fracture. It wasn't like I like fell and like snapped my back in half. But um, yeah, it was definitely a big learning moment. And because I was in ninth grade, so I was in the recruiting process and like navigating through that. And then it was like, schools were like wait you broke your back type of thing and yeah but I don't know it all worked out in the end so it was yeah all I know is I had a buddy of mine who like broke his like hurt his hemorrhoid or whatever or herniated his disc in his back from a motorcycle accident and he said it was like the worst pain he's ever felt in his entire life like he was like crying so much because of it because it just hurt that bad yeah well it's just so weird because it's like everything you do Mm-hmm. Back. so like you move your arm you twist like you're walking like it all hurts <laughs> yeah I had this like like hard shell cast type of thing that would go around my waist and then I would wear that like 20 23 hours a day I think it was like I would take it off to shower and change and that was it yeah so then it like kind of just like almost held you together so it actually healed pretty quickly but I think it was only like three-ish months and then like getting back into it We'll talk about just the Minnesota high school hockey scene and what's it like being a player in that atmosphere. So I'm from the East Coast, so I, it's sort of hard to fathom just how big high school hockey is up in Minnesota because I just think people up here really don't get it. So just talk about what's like being a player there because I think it's crazy that you guys can sell out the XL Energy Center for a high school hockey game. Like that's just insane. But just the hype around it, just how it like unites the communities together in Minnesota. Like what's it like being a player in that? Just why is it so big uh, in Minnesota? Yeah, I don't really, I mean, I don't guess I don't really know why it's so big in Minnesota, but I'm so thankful that I live here because it's so, like, I don't, you can't even really put it into words. Like, it's so cool. I think my, I think it was my eighth grade year when we, when we went to state, we like broke the record for number of fans from a school or something, some statistic like that. And that's like insane that a high like in high school you can have that many fans and like even at our home games like we would have a huge student section and yeah it's it's so cool I I think everybody should be able to experience something like that and it's like the Minnesota hockey community is so close and small like you know everybody like I know basically every girl that plays college hockey out of Minnesota you they know each other which is so cool to watch everybody through their college experience and like see how they develop and stuff like that yeah is it weird talking to your teammates like who aren't from minnesota just like what it's like because they probably don't get it like i do (laughs) um sometimes i think a lot of people actually know like Mm -hmm. um east coast girls and like canadian girls like they know minnesota hockey is a big deal and but even when we tell them stories and stuff sometimes they're like what like in yeah. high school or like a lot of times they're like you didn't go to a prep school it's like no like I just played for my hometown high school and they're like, that's yeah. insane that's so cool yeah that's probably like the coolest part is you get to do that because I know a lot of places you have to sort of move in order to sort of help your hockey career get better and to grow and all that stuff so that's cool they get to sort of stay at home for your hometown yeah. represent your hometown and play competitive hockey and get noticed by big schools yeah so cool now you originally played or originally committed uh, to Minnesota Duluth. 
So just talk about that recruitment process and why did you choose to go there initially? Yeah, um, I think Duluth was one of my top schools when I was being recruited and I loved the city of Duluth. I think honestly, like that was, I loved everything at the moment and I was like, oh yeah, let's do this kind of thing. <laughs> and then obviously like, you know, I transferred and it just ended up not really being the best fit for me, which is totally fine. And I'm so lucky that I'm now here at St. Thomas, but yeah, I think recruiting, I'm really glad that they moved the rule to a juniors. I think it's junior in high yeah. school so before junior year. Is that yes. right? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I'm very thankful for younger girls that they did that because when I was in eighth grade, I was talking to colleges and I was like, I'm not even in high school yet. <laughs> I don't even know what college is. So yeah. I think that was a big, a big move for high school and college hockey in general. Yeah. Like you don't even know like what you want as a 14 year old, let alone, you don't even know what you want as a 17 year old, let alone like when you're still in middle school, like you just, yeah. it's just makes, I'm surprised they like recruited people that young. Yeah. It was crazy. I think I got my first letter in the mail in eighth grade or yeah. like as soon as they could I think there was some sort of rule maybe but it was eighth grade yeah that's which is crazy. crazy to think about now like looking back I have a little brother he's in ninth grade now but, but th even thinking that he would be looking at colleges right now is crazy to think about yeah because he's just not ready right yeah now as a freshman what was sort of like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey was the speed of the game the physicality or just the decision making since you have such less time and space to do so I think kind of like all of the above just like the speed of the game was so much different like you couldn't you don't have 10 seconds to make a pass or like 10 seconds to pick a corner and like get the puck in the exact right spot right it has to be like it's like as fast as you can go and especially in the WCHA, like you're playing against the best players and frankly, like the world really. And you do not have as much time and space as you do in high school. So I think it was a big jump, but yeah, I would say just like the overall speed of the game. Now you only played in nine games with Minnesota Duluth, but talk about your experience there and just the frozen four appearance that your team made in 2021. Yeah. The frozen four was so cool like granted it was COVID so it wasn't really the same but it was like that's an experience I will take with me forever and then just like my overall experience at Duluth I think I just learned so many things like I still talk to so many girls from there like I made I met some of my best friends like yeah I think everything that I went through at Duluth and all the experiences that I had from there like helped me get to where I am at St. Thomas and like, yeah, help me just help my team out here kind of thing. And mm -hmm. yeah, I just grew a lot, which is really cool. Yeah. Now talk about the transfer process to St. Thomas during your sophomore year and what made you want to go to there? Uh, which made you want to go to St. Thomas, I guess, uh, when you're in that transfer process? Yeah, I the coaches, the coaches here are honestly some of the best people that I've ever met in my life like they literally changed they they don't even know how much they changed my life like seriously they're they like really care about you as a person and that's something that I value and they I think a lot of people go through like 
um, their college experience where their coach like treats them like a number. Like I wasn't number 23 anymore. Like I was Bria. And that's like so, so special to me. Like they treated me like they truly care. And that's, it's just not something that you can get everywhere at any college. And I think that's what pulled me here the most. And then obviously it's a really good school and it had the major I was looking for. I'm a data analytics major and an economic minor, or I have a minor in economics. I said that backwards, but so I think just like the academics and I really liked the smaller school, like we walk around campus and you see somebody, you know, every single time, which I love because I just love talking to people. I'm a people person. So I liked the size of the school. I liked the hockey. I liked that the program was growing and Joel and Bethany and Marty, that they are very set on like making this a known program and eventually winning a national championship. And I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. That's mm-hmm. so cool. And what was it, what's it like sort of playing in the WCHA and just the competition that you face every weekend? Because like you mentioned, it's probably one of the best conferences in women's college hockey based on the players that are there. And if you look at the recent uh, national championships the last few years as well. Uh, so just talk about that competition and what it's like being in that conference. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a challenge every single weekend. Like you have to put your best effort every single weekend. You can't take a team lightly ever, especially like – I mean, we have the Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin in our league. Like, they're the best teams in the country. And you play them every weekend. And St. Cloud, Mankato, Bemidji, Duluth, like, they're all so good, too. Like, you have to put your best effort forward every single weekend. You have to be in the best shape, the best, like, health, everything. But it's also so much fun because you get the best competition every weekend. Now, now you got your first collegiate goal against Bemidji State your sophomore year. Uh, Talk about that goal and what it meant to you and where do you keep the puck today? I think that goal, yeah, I remember it exactly, but it was so many emotions in one. I think I got back to the bench and I just had like tears streaming down my face (laughs) because I was just like, like, wow, like it's all coming together. Like kind of what you said, like I only played nine games at Duluth I hadn't had my first goal yet and then scoring that goal and my team that was the other thing is like my team was so so happy for me and I was like I've only known you guys for maybe I I don't know two months maybe I don't know what it was but it was so crazy like the coaches were so happy for me my family was so happy I was so proud of myself that I like got to that point and yeah I don't even know how to explain it. Just so many emotions in one. And then I keep my puck in my room at home. Nice. Nice. Are are you getting it framed or is it already framed? No, it's just sitting on my desk. (laughs) I feel like, I I don't know. I I personally, I would frame it just because I want to keep memorialize it and sort of like hang it up and something to remind me uh, when I get up every day. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe I will one day, but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of sitting there. Whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, great, great memory. But <laughs> <laughs> Now, you also got to play in an outdoor game uh, that season in Hockey Day in Minnesota. Talk about the experience of playing outside at the collegiate level and what that experience was like for you. From my memory, that was freezing cold game uh, from what I remember seeing on the social media. So how did you sort of handle that? That was my first thought is 
it was freezing, but it was so cool. We got like dressed it. We got, we would get, I think we got half dressed in like a gymnasium type deal in Mankato. I don't know exactly what it was. And then we like tied our skates and stuff in a trailer, like a heated trailer. It was just, it was, it felt like almost like pond hockey. Like I was going to play pond hockey, but I was playing like a collegiate game. So Mm -hmm. that was really cool. But just the atmosphere of that whole weekend was, I feel so lucky to be able to experience that because very, very few people can say that they experienced that. And yeah, it was so cool playing outside and like seeing my family in the stands and I was playing against someone like I grew up playing against like Jamie Nelson and Sid Langseth and Ellen Nelson. Like she was one of my good friends growing up. So playing against her was so cool, too. Now, statistically, yeah. you had your best season uh, this past year during your junior year. What, so my question is, what was like the biggest improvement you made to your game uh, this past year that led to the success that you had on the ice? Um, I think it was honestly mostly like my mental game that I focused on a lot last summer that helped me this year. I just kind of, yeah, just my mental, like overall, like take a breath, like it's okay to make a mistake, just play your game, believe in yourself, like your teammates believe in you, your coaches believe in you, your family believes in you, like just go play. And I think that really helped in going into next year, even too. like my mindset is just, just go play like go play the game you love because you know how to do it and I think that is honestly what helped me the most what was like your favorite moment uh from this past year probably beating Duluth in a shootout (laughs) yeah that was fun that was really fun yeah yeah for sure and was it sort of weird playing your old teammates again when that when those games happen yeah I think I think it was like six weeks after I transferred we played Duluth in Duluth Mm-hmm. So that was like that was last year obviously but I was like oh this is weird like I'm used to being on the other bench like cheering for the other team and now I'm over here like it was just so many emotions but it was so much fun honestly and it was so good to see all my friends and have the support of my team and my coaches again like I can't even stress enough how supportive they are and the culture yeah. that we have here is like unbeatable like I tell people and I'm like I can't even describe how good it is like I sound like I'm almost lying because it's literally I just love it it's so awesome here I feel like the weirdest part honestly probably for me at least going to the visiting locker room and doing everything on the opposite side because I'm assuming you're probably so used to doing everything on the home locker room and all that stuff yeah honestly it was weird that's like I was like, this is like, I usually go this way, but I'm going to go this way and I'm going to warm up on this side of the ice. Yeah. It it didn't honestly, like, it was weird for the first little bit. And like, I was nervous before the game. Cause I was like, this is just a lot in one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's only been six weeks, but it, it really wasn't as bad. Like it wasn't bad at all. It was actually really fun. And now I look forward to going there. Like, that even this year I was excited to go there and play there and I look forward to it next season too. So yeah. And getting the shootout went on top of that must feel even more special. Yeah. It was so much fun. And that was our first time beating like a top 10 nationally ranked team. So that was a big milestone for St. Thomas in general. 
Yeah, it seemed like this past year your team started to make strides. And I know what you mentioned, how your coach, Joel Johnson, is sort of his goal is to build a good culture and to sort of compete for national championships in the future. And I feel like this past season, your team seemed to make strides towards that by playing in competitive games against top teams, but also winning some of them as well. Yeah, and Joel really focuses on the process and he knows, like he treats us all like individuals, like he cares about us and he, you can tell like he cares about the program as a whole. And that's, I think, really important too. Now you guys lost to Minnesota in the last two WCHA playoff series. Uh, what did your team learn from those playoff series that you think is going to help your team out for next season? Um, Personally, we have work to do. <laughs> that's kind of like, I feel like a lot of our takeaways from it is we have work to do. And in the future, we want to be in the frozen face-off and then eventually in the national tournament and then eventually winning a national tournament. And that starts with our group right now. Like, and we're setting the foundation for the cult for the culture, for the program. And I think that's kind of scary, honestly, but really, really special that we get to be a part of the group that builds that base for the future. What are your team's goals and expectations for next season then? I think just getting better and better and honestly, like treating each game one by one, not looking too far ahead and like getting to that like top half of the WCHA eventually. And maybe that will be next year. That would be awesome. Like I think that we could, I believe in us, but if not, then the year after that. And I think just continually having the mindset of we need to get better we're going to get better and the expectations just getting higher and higher each year is just going to push us in the right direction now you're going to be a senior next season so what type of leadership uh, do you want to bring to the team since you're going to be one of the more older players on the team do you think you're going to be more of a vocal leader or lead by example type of player um I think maybe a little bit of both I like to talk a lot and my team knows that so definitely vocal and I'm not necessarily afraid to use my voice. So I think saying the right things when they need to be said, or at least att attempting to do that, I'll make mistakes. I know that I will. And then doing my best to lead by example. Now, one thing I noticed from your team that you guys announced uh, earlier this year was you guys are building a new uh, on-campus rink. Uh, which it's going to be very exciting and obviously a huge step for the program. I know by the time it's complete, your career at St. Thomas will be uh, completed, but how excited are you for that announcement? And um, what's it going to be like going to that rank as a fan and an alum uh, when it finally is complete? Yeah, I'm excited to go to the alumni lounge. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a huge milestone for St. Thomas and younger girls. And I think it's just going to be a huge step for a program in general. and growing our program as a whole and little girls are going to want to come to the new rank and everything and I just think it's going to be such a huge milestone and I think the freshmen this year will be the seniors when it's done something oh, wow. like that I think it I think that's right but I'm so excited that they get to experience that too and that's just going to be so cool for them and I I'm excited to be at the first game. I will be there. <laughs> at the alumni lounge, right? In, in the alumni <laughs> lounge, yes. Yeah.
<laughs> with the rest of your teammates, I presume as well, will be there. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all excited. We're like, darn it that we can't be there, but we will be there in the stands. Or darn it that we can't play, but we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, work. that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment. We're asking some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. First one is, uh, what music do you like to listen to? Um, country. I'm a country person. Morgan Wallen. Nice. I've, I'm, I heard that he had to cancel some of his tour because he had like some vocal issues. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, that's so sad for those people that bought those tickets. I, I think I would actually cry, but <laughs> good for him that he's like taking time off too, but. Yeah, I don't want him ruining his voice for the rest of his life because that's yeah, even worse. No. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, yeah, take all the time you need because I need your music. So, <laughs> yeah. what is your guilty pleasure TV show? Um, I'm not a huge TV show person or movie person, but probably Grey's Anatomy. I do keep mm-hmm. up with that every so often. So, yeah. What would the perfect day look like for you? Oh, the perfect day, I think, would be, like, all my favorite people in one place. So, like, my parents, my brother, my best friends, my grandparents, my dogs. Yeah. And I think I would go skating with my dad and then go on the lake with all of us, go surfing, and then go eat at a Mexican restaurant. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's perfect, perfect day. Yeah, I think my perfect day would probably be like going to a hockey game and then like having dinner with my friends afterwards and just yeah. like not having to pay for it, obviously, but something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I think being on the lake, I love being on the lake and I love hockey and I'm a big family and friends person and I love Mexican food. So combining all that in some way in one day, would I would be happy. Yeah, I I like hockey and sports. So and then just good food afterwards that's sort of my that would be my perfect day so something like sort of similar to yours I guess yeah what is your most embarrassing hockey moment oh uh, honestly I don't probably just like checking myself into the boards like I can be clumsy and I just will like trip over my feet and go face first and that's not very fun to watch on film but it's funny yeah no I I don't think I really have like a distinct moment where I'm like, yeah, I never want to experience that again, or at least not that I can think of now, but. Well, when I was looking through like photos of yourself doing research for this podcast, there are some photos of you like in high school getting checked, but I honestly respect it because it shows how tough you are. So I was like, <laughs> I know some people might consider that like an embarrassing moment, but I was like, no, what? I have so much more respect for you, Bria, because you make you look sort of like a badass taking that, taking that check. <laughs> That's so funny. No, yeah, I sometimes can get thrown around. I'm short, so mm-hmm. I, I do get a shoulder here and there. But you can take it, which I I, think I, I try to give it sometimes too. So yeah. sometimes they don't budge, but I attempt. <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be one photo of you attempt delivering a hit instead of being on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like the times where I just like trip over my own feet. Yeah, not great, but it's funny to look back on yeah no I get it I get it well who's the funniest uh, player on the team um probably Lauren Stensley she's like my best friend like when I came here I knew of her like Mm -hmm. but I didn't we weren't really friends and we just like clicked like that and 
we're inseparable. I live with her now and I'll live with her next year. And yeah, we kind of just bounce off of each other, but mm -hmm. she's probably the funniest. Now you have the best style on the team, but besides yourself, uh, who would you say has the best uh, pregame style? Off the, so off the ice style? Yeah. Definitely Gabby Billing. Mm -hmm. She's got some good style. I'm like, she, she was my locker buddy this year and she would show up sometimes and I'm like, dang girl like okay pop off <laughs> no she's awesome I love her but she has very good style like okay I'll be borrowing that later <laughs> <laughs> what is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week um Dallas advancing yeah wasn't happy about that one really I kind of like the stars I like Jason Robertson and Andre they seem like a fun team to watch I know they beat Minnesota, but I'm just saying, like, from a neutral fan perspective. I guess, yeah. I don't like Suter at all. Oh, uh, was, was, was he, like, a trader from Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. He'll pay for Minnesota. Oh, okay, for. okay. But, like, Parise is the same thing, but everyone seems to love him up in Minnesota. Yeah. I don't even really pay attention to him anymore, honestly. Probably this is the Eastern I, Conference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. I don't like Dallas. Not mm -hmm. a fan. Yeah. Probably because they took us out, but. Yeah. I would say uh, it's going to be a fun Western Conference final. I'm looking forward to that. I I'm just excited to see good games. And uh, Eastern Conference final, I'm a little torn because I'm a huge Bruins fan. And obviously the Panthers uh, beat the Bruins this year. And then the Hurricanes beat the Bruins last year. So I'm hoping any team from the West uh, wins the Stanley Cup final. That's sort of my where my rooting interest lies. I have the Panthers winning the Cup, so. All right. If you're going to beat the Bruins, you might as well go all the way. That's sort of, right? I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> and then last non-hockey question is if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Um, Probably my grandpa. He passed away last fall and kind of like dark, but mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely would just be him. I miss him. So if I could just like have lunch with him, update him on life. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, getting back to some hockey questions now, first one is uh, for all the younger people listening to this episode, what advice would you give them on what it takes to be in college hockey where you are today? I think just never give up and follow your dreams and everything will work out the way it's supposed to in the end. Honestly, I think that's probably my biggest advice is work hard, put your head down, work hard, and it'll all work out in the end. Even if it doesn't seem like it, it will. And everything happens for a reason. So Never give up, work hard. Yeah. Have fun. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Don't forget to have fun because some people, I think, just get caught up in all the politics and, oh, I played this much and this much. But you also have to remember that it's you're playing the game that the little girl fell in love with and you just got to have fun sometimes. Well, all the time. Yeah. Sometimes, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I got what I got what you're saying. So, yeah. but. Do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to your teammates, former teammates, family members, friends, and uh, who should we have on the podcast next? Um, I think I would just shout out my mom and dad because I would not be where I am today without them. And thanks to them for always believing in me because even when I didn't believe in myself, they believed in me. And then probably Lauren Stensley. I think mm -hmm. she'd be a good one to have on. She's nice. awesome. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Bria, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. 
I wish you and your team nothing but the best stuff for next season. And I wish you nothing but the best stuff with your economics minor and uh, data, right? Data major. If I, data if I analytics, yeah. Yes. Yes. So best of luck with that as well. I know you're going to do great with that. So uh, thanks for your time, though. It means so much uh, for you to come on today. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe the